Hey guys, just a quick note about this episode. Um, it is about political corruption, but this was actually recorded before the um, attack on the Capitol happened. So obviously we won't be mentioning that, but ironically, we did have this already um, uh, as our topic. So we do touch on kind of what's going on, as you'll see in the episode, but there won't be any mention of that. We'll probably talk about that in the future at some point. Just a heads up. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Yes, welcome back to Atypically Topical. What's going on? Hey, what up? <laughs> Not much. I'm Mindy. I'm Josh. And it's Josh. Mm-hmm. Um, Go ahead. What if I just let you run it? Go ahead. What do you, <laughs> what do you have to say? <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to the podcast. Um, so, what's next? Quarantine corner? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're getting right into it. Okay. Well, I guess that is usually kind of what we do. Yeah. There's not much to say, of course, though. I mean, we haven't... We've only recorded like a week ago. That was the around the world episode yeah and um, i should have two weeks off during the break but now i have three weeks off right so, so you're still enjoying time off it's been yeah. nice having you home yeah so you still have another as of now we have you still have another full like week mm-hmm. work week and weekend so we've got to enjoy it do some outdoor pizza or something yeah sure soon hang out with some friends or safely <laughs> as safely as we can and um yeah it's try been, to try it's to survive nice. these next few months yeah <clears throat> yeah basically mm-hmm. i mean it just it's 2021 but it's not gonna feel very different until like yeah i feel we start seeing especially with the vaccine coming out and stuff I, we're gonna still have to be wearing face masks and stuff like yeah. that for, for quite a quite a time yeah before it can everything go back to normal so yeah, plus there's still a lot of people that are reluctant to do the basic human thing to kind of look out for others just because they feel it violates their... <laughs> yeah, and there's a new strain now, so that's fun. So. Yeah, I haven't heard too much about it, so I'm not sure. Like, is, didn't, wasn't it like in, was it in the UK or yeah, something? Yeah, it was in the UK, but then someone um, was found to have, to have it in Montana, but... Um, what I've been hearing, anyways, is that the vaccine, the the vaccine also works for that new strain because I guess maybe that it's not so dissimilar right. that it's not going to like the antibodies that are designed to attack the COVID mm-hmm. vaccine are able to kill that new yeah. strain of the virus as well. I don't know. That's good. Something about RNA and all that shit. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's why I don't do microbiology and all that shit right yeah we'll see i mean it's gonna be a long process at least we um are going to have somebody in power that doesn't think it's like not serious yeah um so that'll be good and i'm sure um i know i will get more into that later because our episode if you can read the description (laughs) is about political corruption which um, we don't really address that often. We kind of, uh, on the side, will say some things about Trump, just kind of making fun of him because he's such a it, terrible... It's, just, it's, it's so easy. <laughs> it's very easy. Um, but we are going to just... I mean, why not? We're on, uh, I think, 83. I might have said 83 last week, <laughs> oh, thinking okay. we're on 83, but I think this one is 83, officially. Oh. So 
We are uh, so our, no. on sixteen. Oh no, sorry, my bad. I, mean, <laughs> I was gonna make a joke like on sixteen. Now we're gonna talk, talk about sex. <laughs> you you thought eighty three was less than sixty nine. For this for is why you go to me for math stuff. <laughs> oh man. Uh, anyways, <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll get into that. Um, of course, it's gonna be after our first segment, which is now, uh, you know, our newest one. And it is kind of just for your benefit because you get to try. Yeah, I get to try <laughs> treats every time. Um, so for this week, we're still doing that uh, Boksu box from Japan with all these uh, strange snacks. And if you want to, this one looks very interesting in the packaging. It's just like a, a bunch of girls playing instruments and stuff. Yeah, it looks like they have like a big drum. Yeah. so Like on- the one that Imagine Dragon has. Imagine Dragon. Oh, yeah, yeah, they have that one that they... Yeah. So this one, there's actually some history in this, too, that oh, they give cool. in, the, in the booklet. If you want to open that, I'll read about it. This is called Don Don Yaki. Okay. And it's named after the sound of the beating taiko drums heard throughout festivals in Japan. Okay. These savory senbei, I don't know what that is, senbei, are fried and marinated in tonkatsu sauce. Ooh, for a flavor that's tangy, peppery, and a little sweet. So on the picture, they have it, like, I don't know, they have it oh, on yeah. the side, other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but, tonkatsu is the, like, pork yeah. broth and ramen. Oh, okay. I knew that sounded familiar. So it's okay. just a little white package with, of course, Japanese lettering all around um, it. And they look like croutons. <laughs> uh, yeah, like little croutons. She's sniffing it's, it? It smells like soy sauce. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that checks out with what they said. Mm. Tangy, peppery, sweet. I don't know if I like this. <laughs> Let me smell it. I probably won't either. Then. Let's see. Oh. Mm. Go ahead. Not bad. No, it's good. Here, take another one. This is bigger. <laughs> mm. That was mm. a big crunch. It never reminds me of. Hmm. It's like... Hold on. Don't say it. Let me see... Do you think I might be able to guess it? If Probably I'm... not. Oh, okay, go ahead then. Um, there's this Mexican snack where it's like this long stick and it's like chili and lime flavored. Mm. And there's like the lime mascot in the Oh, front. like churritos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. It does taste like that. Yeah. I might be able to guess it. But it's like... Sour, more sour. Yeah, it's like the soy sauce. It's bringing out more of the sour and like... Not like tangy sour, but... Like it's vinegar like sour, churritos mixed with corn nuts. Yeah, I like them. Cornitos, you like them? Another thumbs up. Yeah, another thumbs up. I'm All very right. hesitant, but mm-hmm. good Does job, smell? Japan. All right, so it smells not that great. <laughs> it's 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 fishy. Mm-hmm. Not not that it not smells. <laughs> it's it's sketchy. It's suspect. It's suspect. Yes. <laughs> okay, very good. So we'll save these for later, so we are not tempted to Can crunch on more? them. One more. Yay. Just try throwing your mouth ready. Oh, we got it! <laughs> what if it just went straight in your throat? <laughs> That's what I'm scared of when I try that. Well, I think like people prepare themselves, so yeah. like their tongues are kind of like mm-hmm. a little bit up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's my issue when, when I try to catch grapes or popcorn. Sometimes, if I've ever done that in the past, mm-hmm. I just like it hits my teeth because I close too fast because I don't want to choke on it. <laughs> For yeah, first world problems. You're, you're not used to having large things in your mouth. Yeah, well, I had that out. Um, all right, so we're gonna get into. <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm gonna send you something real quick. 
on for Facebook. My yeah. Okay. But as usual, before we get into the topic, we're gonna do a little bit of questioning Florida. And this is a rare two sentence headline. Oh. So. It's, aren't headlines just supposed to be one sentence <laughs> to like, you know? Yeah, but that's why this is rare. Okay. <laughs> and this is from USA Today. It's actually from February of last year, so this is not super current, but I couldn't resist once I read the headline. Okay. All right, headline. Florida man tried to escape cops by stripping naked. Ribeyes fell out of his pants. Huh. So many questions uh, that I have about that. I mean, I'm sure the police are used to, like, maybe people trying to get them distracted by getting naked and being like, oh, my God, he's naked. Mm-hmm. But, and that's not the weird part, surprisingly. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's the ribs. Why? <laughs> are they barbecue ribs? Or are they cooked? Or did he just have, like, uncooked ribs in his pants? Okay, like, what's going so there are questions about the ribeyes. Well, that's well are they ribs or ribeyes? Ribeyes, I said. Oh, ribeyes. Ribeyes. It, it's, still, it's still strange. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so they this should answer, hopefully. This is from uh, Daytona Beach, Florida. A shoplifting suspect trying to get away from a grocery store strips naked and stakes tumbled out of his pants, police said. I would like to see the police report on that one. <laughs> it's like, it's a uh, ribeye <laughs> prime. About eight ounces. Um, good marbling. <laughs> Textures. Has a nice sweet soy sauce smell. <laughs> it might have been marinated overnight. Yes, we're going to recommend marinating for at least 12 hours before cooking. Uh, what if they, that would be like if you filled out a police report, like they have so many lines, but like the first six would just be about the ribeye <laughs> and what's good or bad about it. I'd be like, I would recommend first you clean the steak. And then the actual like offense and crime is just yeah. on the side of the page when you run out and the, or when you have to start writing a lot smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So police say they found Stefan Short of Deland, Florida running out of the store in the buff. And when he refused to stop, officers shot him with a taser. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's already bad enough, like, when it's, uh, when you're clothed. Clothed, yeah. But I can, yeah. Like, it doesn't the, matter where they shoot you. I mean, I feel like if you get I mean, it, tased in the penis, yeah, it, it hurts does matter, worse. I guess, but I mean, it's still going to be pretty bad. Yeah. I guess you'd, you'd probably ideally just want it, like, in that... Back or the ass or something. like so, Somewhere with some cushion. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> the incident occurred Friday night at the Save-A-Lot in Deland. I'm not sure. Have you heard of a Save-A-Lot? Um, I've heard of them. I, I think they're kind of like dollar like stores. Like a Dollar General yeah. or something. Okay. Officers were sent to the store and were told that he was being pinned to the ground by a manager and a civilian, but he was fighting them. So people stepped up to try to stop him from this, his meat stealing. Mm. But this is how he, this is, uh, they'll explain how he got out of his clothes. Because I guess he wasn't from the start. So that's at least good. Okay. Kudos for that. Uh, Witnesses reported to police that in an attempt to get away, he wriggled out of his clothes. One of the situations where they maybe had him by his pant leg or something. and he just Oh, he just slipped out. Yeah. But all of them? (laughs) That's still kind of. I mean, I can picture him being just shirtless. Yeah, he probably, yeah. Uh, Police said that he stole four packs of ribeye steaks valued at forty-one dollars. 
I was gonna say ribeyes are like kind of like the more expensive cuts of meat. <laughs> well, four packs for forty one isn't too bad, I guess. I mean, I guess. He was charged with resisting an officer without violence, resisting a store employee while committing a theft, and first-degree petty theft. An officer (laughs) arriving at the store saw coupon books and packs of meat scattered on the store's floor and a naked short running, the report says. The manager reported that he was a regular shoplifter at the store and that when other shoppers reported they saw him stuffing meat in his pants, the manager stopped him. So he's, like, not even, like, um, being... He's not concealing it very well. He's just stuffing it in his pants in front of, it said, other shoppers. Like, more than... (laughs) One person. And, like, you know, like, when we go to the grocery store, like, the meat section's always full of people. Mm -hmm. You're not going to get away with that. I mean, like, if anything, put it in a cart or, like, I'm not going to give you tips or anything, but put it in the basket or whatever you have and then find, like, go to, like the what's an aisle that nobody goes to <laughs> like the clearance aisle or yeah clearance or i don't know pinto beans or something and then just hey, like I bought pinto, pinto <laughs> beans today literally <laughs> well that's true <laughs> well i mean you're not very observant <laughs> you would miss it um i just like i just keep picturing myself like if i was like the arresting police officer and i was interrogating him it's like what were you gonna do with the stakes mm. and then i would like judge him by his answer. Yeah. <laughs> like if he just said, he's, I was just going to put it like. Yeah, if he was just going to like put it on uh, like on the stove. Out of like, without any seasoning? What is wrong with you? At maximum sentence. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a judge. <laughs> I'll do what I want. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like you. Um, okay, the, the last sentence of the article actually tells where he got struck with the taser. Oh, okay. And it is not good. Oh, Jesus. I forgot that I read this before. Short was taken to a hospital. After it was discovered that a taser prong struck him in the genitals, the report says. So, I mean, of all places, it just had to. Well, I mean, those things, like, are, like, widespreading. They just, like, those. Genitals? (laughs) (laughs) No, the taser, when you shoot. shoot Yeah, the prongs. Yeah, Yeah. they kind of go out. Yeah. So, before we move on to his score, again, I would like to have you guess how old um, Stefan Short is, the guy that tried to. Okay. Well, Stefan sounds like an older name. Okay. Like not in his twenties or late late teens. Okay. Um. I mean, parents name the kids, so it's not like you mean. Okay, just go. Like Stefan is not like like I don't usually hear a lot of people named Stefan around your age. Yeah. Okay. So So I'm gonna guess like he's like thirty eight. Thirty eight. All right, you are. 10 years off. So do you think he's 48 or 28? I, I, I guess it's 48. <laughs> he's 28 Dang years it. old. <laughs> you finally failed on one of these, <laughs> which is your age, right? Yeah, it's my age. Your age, so yeah. But, I mean, if you ever feel bad about something in your life, just know that. <laughs> I don't have to steal steak. <laughs> and then get naked to try to run away at your age. Yeah. Instead, you're going for... PhD possibly soon, so that's like opposite ends of the spectrum here. Recovering, <laughs> so yeah. very quickly his Florida man score: grocery stores two points, theft is two, injury resulting in hospitalization is one, and then five for being fully nude at one point. So he gets a total of ten. Okay, that's not so, bad. Not bad. Floor okay. is yours. All right, so I'm going to be talking about a guy named Daniel Sickles. Okay. Um, I had no idea who this guy was, but he is. Uh, 
You, Very interesting. Do you know how you came across this? Like one of your... Uh, yeah, it's one of the articles. Again, weirdhistory.com. Yeah, it's yeah. a great website. Um, they have great videos, too, on YouTube. And I think I've said that before. Um, but he's a very interesting person. Okay. So I'll talk about him. Okay. So Daniel Sickles, he was born on October 20th, 1819 in New York City. Um, he learned the apprentice trade and studied at the University of the City of New York, which you is... say apprentice trade? A printer's oh, trade. Oh, printer's trade. Yeah, okay. like, print, like, like yeah, printing yeah. books okay. and stuff like that. Um, he studied at the city of New York, the University of the City of New York, which is now New York University. Um, he studied law in the office of um, Benjamin Butler um, and was admitted in the, to the bar in 1846. Hmm. Um, and then he was elected the member of the New York State Assembly in 1847. Um, in the 1840s, he began to rise to power, aligning himself with Tammany Hall, uh, which is kind of like they're, like a political machine, hmm. I guess, that controlled New York to like a, just a lot of influential people that, you know, had the same beliefs or whatever. Yeah. Um, um, Tammany Hall was notorious for having a rough and tumble approach to politics. Mm-hmm. Um, syndicates physically removed speakers to discourage their nominations into power. <laughs> On one occasion, Sickles was picked up and tossed down a spiral staircase <laughs> oh during a Tammany Hall meeting. <laughs> <laughs> so when they say rough and tumble, it's it's yes, really literal. Rough, literal rough and tumble. And how like how do you get tossed down a spiral staircase? I guess I got a bunch of guys just just with Sickles bullshit and just. Just tossed him down <laughs> but like, how far do you go down? Because it's spirals. Like, did he just have? Did they? I'm sure there's. They some... put a spin on him. As they, <laughs> <laughs> as they threw like him you're off. like uh, throwing. Uh, wait, 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 how do you say canicas? Uh, marbles. <laughs> oh, they, marbles. They flicked him with their thumb to the side. <laughs> yeah, like, like well, you know, like how hitting like, it. Like you know when you play marbles, like you hit it a certain way. Yeah, from, yeah. yeah or like pool, like they just hit him on the on the left side of his yeah. ass, so he starts. He has a right spin yeah as he goes down the staircase i'm sure they have a lot of experience throwing people throwing <laughs> yeah. people down staircases so they're can... like yeah this that the first time they did it was a disaster they just hit that first wall mm-hmm. right there but they just put a spin on him next time and mm. all the way down yeah <laughs> um during another speech his rivals accosted him and on a third occasion sickles had to leap out a window and run down a fire escape to avoid a beating <laughs> sounds like cobra kai yeah, if they were, like, politicians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On September 27th, 1852, Sinkles married a woman named Teresa Bogoli. Bogoli. <laughs> yeah, it's, it sounds Italian. <laughs> against the wishes of both families. Okay. Because he was 32 and she was about 15 or 16. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, she, but she was reported to be sophisticated at her age, speaking five languages. Oh, shit. So, I guess... That's okay then. Yeah, it doesn't matter the the actual age as long as like you're in mentally older. I don't know. You can you can add a year per language, you know. So that's true. It makes her time. <laughs> so am I twenty nine? <laughs> I guess. I mean, you know two languages, so you're oh. thirty. Okay, I'm thirty. Okay. <laughs> Not per additional language. Oh, okay. Yeah. So just. So you're twenty nine. Okay, gotcha. I mean thirty. Okay. <laughs> you got me confused. <laughs> <laughs> um, in 1856, he was elected as a member of the New York State Senate, 
in the third district. Um, and he was reelected to the seat in 1857. In 1856, a year prior, before the second re-election, he was elected as a Democrat in the 35th U.S. Congress and held the office from March um, 1857 to March of 1861. So, for a total of two terms. It's during his second term that uh, what he's most famous, well, one of the things he's most famous for happened. On February 27, 1859, Dan Sickles confronted a man sleeping with his wife. Hmm. Um, he said, quote, Key, you scoundrel, you have deserted my house. You must die. Oh, okay. Um, just this be- is Cobra Kai. Yeah. So he shouted that just before shooting the man with three different pistols. <laughs> what? Hold on. How does that even work? Just, I mean, he's probably died after the first shooting, but then he was like. Shh. I know, but why three different ones? I don't know. You know people back then just had just guns all over themselves? Like <laughs> back this? then? Yeah. Um, <laughs> today, yeah. I just, I'm, I'm trying to picture how that went. Like, he just, <laughs> he got one, shot him, and then just threw it to the side and get another one out of his pocket. And just, all right, next one. All right, one more. Just well, actually, sure. that's true, because guns back then, maybe they, they couldn't they could hold. just do one shot. Yeah. <laughs> he really wanted to be sure then. Yeah, because, yeah. What cause... if they were all muskets? <laughs> he just does one and then just takes, like, five minutes pushing it in. Like, yeah. <laughs> On that day, Sickles took the life of Philip Burton Key. A U.S. attorney and the okay. son and the son of Francis Scott Key, the author oh. of this uh, Star Spangled yeah, Banner. Shit. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that, but there you go. Uh, Key had an affair with Sickles' wife, um, which the two barely tried to hide because Sickles himself had multiple affairs. So, <laughs> so, yeah, just go. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Sickles didn't just shoot Key just anywhere. The transgression took place in sight of the White House in the middle of the day. Oh, wow. <laughs> How have I heard about this? Exactly. In the middle it's of the crazy. White House. Not not in the I mean, middle of the White House, but like you could see the White House for a while. Oh, okay. Yeah. In the middle of the day is what you said. Yeah, in the middle of the day. <clears throat> um, hypocritically... Sickles, um, <laughs> <laughs> like how it starts, the Senate starts hypocritically, uh, was, um, was accused by the New York State Assembly for escorting a no woman prostitute named Fanny White into his chambers. <laughs> he also reportedly took her to England while leaving his pregnant wife at home. Mm, nice. Uh, he, pre- he presented White, his, the mistress White, to Queen Victoria using her alias the surname of the New York political opponent. So basically, like, he's been sleeping with this prostitute sex worker. Mm-hmm. Um, and then took her, took her to see fucking Queen Victoria <laughs> and just left his wife, his pregnant wife, wife. at home. <laughs> so. I hope this guy ends up getting shot with three guns. I mean, you see. <laughs> <laughs> you could taser it in the, in the balls. Um, actually, what happened to him is quite wor- worse than that. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. okay. Interesting. After slaying a man in broad daylight, Sickles turned himself over to the law. In a matter of weeks, Congressman Sickles was on trial. Mm-hmm. During the trial, Sickles put forth a novel defense, temporary insanity. <laughs> temporary. Witnesses backed the claim, 
A former, a former Senator, Robert Walker, described Sickles' moments after the shooting. He said, quote, Sickles made, quote, unnatural and unearthly sounds. <laughs> and according to Walker, um, it's the most, most remarkable I've ever heard. Something like a scream interrupted by violent sobbing. Mm. Um, Sickles brought seven de- defense attorneys to his trial. One, John Graham. Spent- that seems excessive. <laughs> I mean, if you got the if money, friend, the then you might as well. That doesn't sound suspicious at all. Though, <laughs> seven. Uh, one John Graham spent two full days giving his opening statement. Oh my god! Which, I mean, I don't know much about the whole just <laughs> Again, court, but that seems excessive. <laughs> According to Graham, quote, "It may be tragical to shed human blood." But I will always maintain that there is no tra- tragedy about slaying the adulterer. His transgression takes away the catcher of the occurrence. <laughs> Which I guess means like, uh, yeah, you can. An yeah, eye for an eye. Yeah, it sucks to murder someone. <laughs> but he deserved it. But he's an adulterer, yeah. so it's okay. Unlike my client. <laughs> Graham told the jury, quote, Philip Burton Key seduced the wife of Daniel E. Sickles, and that and that for that, in a transport of and wait, in a transport of frenzy, Daniel Sickles sent him to his long account. So basically, he's just saying he he turned mad and shot him. Yeah, and, and he had and time a, to get three different guns out in the midst of his madness in an old timey way. Yes. Yeah. Uh, before before the jury, another defense attorney argued that Sickles had been driven insane by his wife's infidelity mm-hmm. and thus was out of his mind when he shot Key. The paper soon trumpeted that Sickles was the hero for saving all the ladies of Washington from the rogue <laughs> named Key. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, yeah. Mm, a little troublesome there. Not once in U.S. history had a defendant claimed temporary insanity, but after 20 days of testimony, the jury in Sickles' case debate, uh, debated defendant's insanity and were split. Oh, my God. Taking a life was wrong, insisted two religious uh, jurors. Yet, after more than an hour of debate and prayer, the jury declared, let the prisoner go free. <laughs> oh, my God. How, oh, I didn't say how many are in the jury, right? No. In the court, we can't trust everyday people. I don't know. I don't know the the best solution to juries, but man, they sure get it wrong so often. Yeah, <laughs> including the one I had jury duty on, which I won't get into. But it involved yeah, you- a car crash and uh, people not awarding the woman that was clearly the victim of the crash enough money because they thought that she was bragging on the stand about going on a vacation that was totally unrelated. So, yeah, let's not get into it because you'll go, you'll talk about that for like an hour. <laughs> yeah, I just don't. I mean, that was kind of small compared to like actual like murder cases and stuff. Mm-hmm. She did have like a broken foot, and she was like, it, I think she was like a a dancer or something, which that really affects her livelihood. So it is pretty big deal, yeah. which is why it's so annoying. But I guess it's not. It's not like murder. Yeah. Luckily, I have missed jury duty because I was in Spain at the time. So. <laughs> okay, yeah. So you haven't had to actually. Have you had gone to one at all and been Mm-mm. dismissed? Oh wow. 
I think I was dismissed twice before I, I like I would like I got it right when I was eligible at 18 and then again when I was eligible the next I forgot how long you have to wait mm-hmm. and then again and then that's the time they actually called me to be on one and I was like fuck yeah that doesn't seem like fun I mean I guess it depends on what case you might get it it's it wasn't bad like it, it was interesting to kind of see I guess once at least because mm-hmm. then I remember after I even stayed and talked to the the people that were um the attorneys the, yeah like the people that were suing for damages and stuff because mm-hmm. i wanted to explain to them that there were these hispanic bitches that were <laughs> trying to just like squeeze her out of whatever she was asking for mm-hmm. um so that part was interesting just to kind of see how it, it all worked um but yeah not wouldn't recommend it <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you don't have a choice yeah um i tried in the courtroom after they read their decision, mm-hmm. chaos erupted. Mm-hmm. Edward Stanton, one of Sickles' defen- defense attorney- attorneys, <laughs> and President Lincoln's future Secretary of War, <laughs> danced a jig. <laughs> <laughs> Can Ashley Simpson? <laughs> Outside the courthouse, a crowd cheered Sickles and treated him like a hero for escaping <laughs> the charge. <laughs> White privilege. <laughs> Wait, uh, this is in Washington? or Yeah, okay. this is in Washington, D.C. After the shooting of his wife's lover and nearly ending up in jail, Sickles expected to lose his next congressional race. (laughs) No, of course not. He's going to win it by an even greater margin. Um, Instead of running, though, he made plans to return to New York after his term. So he still was in Congress (laughs) after that. Um, He became a federal judge. (laughs) Sickles left Congress just as the Civil War began. Hmm. Back in New York, Sickles began raising men to fight for the union, so I guess he I guess he was on at least yeah, the right side I was like, of the I'm war. Surprised. Um, in fact, Sickles raised enough troops to earn himself an officer position, even though he had no military training. <laughs> How does this guy keep doing it? Congress initially turned um, down Sickles' appointment until President Lincoln interceded and made the former con- congressman a general. <laughs> In 1862, Sickles' unit began fighting. And we're not talking about his whole military career in this because um, there's a lot. Mm -hmm. But we're going to talk about the most famous incident. Um, During a decisive clash at Gettysburg, which, I mean, we all know the Battle of Gettysburg. Yeah. He shot a man with seven different guns. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sickles disobeyed his commander, General George Meade, who ordered Sickles and his troops to hold their position. Sickles disagreed and wanted to move to higher ground. Without permission from Meade, Sickles moved his troops and broke the Union line. Um, Author Thomas Keenly relates, quote, Some people say he opened up a near-fatal gap. (laughs) Others argued that Sickles' bold move helped the Union win the conflict. Um, I'm on the edge. How did it turn out? (laughs) Sickles himself suffered a serious injury at the clash. A cannonball struck his leg, which had to be amputated. Oh, shit. Uh, While recovering, Sickles escaped a court-martial for disobeying orders. Wait, he what? Escaped a court-martial. Oh, he escaped the court-martial with one leg? (laughs) (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) I guess they're kind of like, I guess you got what you deserve. Mm-hmm. And so if you click on the Facebook, um, that's his actual leg. Oh, and the cannibal shit. 
that that it's, went through his leg. Yeah, it's basically like his what is it like femur? I guess the long hmm. the long leg bone. I always get those confused because you know you have two <laughs> bones in your arm, your upper arm, and then two bones on your upper leg. Yeah. Right, and I always get confused which is which. Well, the, the the ones near your wrist and stuff are the radius and ulna. Yeah, and then the legs are it's the like because the big one is the femur. The femur and like the tibula mm-hmm. or the fibula or whatever it doesn't matter. Anyways, it's a long bone <laughs> with a huge like a gap in the center. It's it's shattered. It's shattered. Yeah, this basically looks like like a like wire wire in between two pieces of a bone. Yeah. Because that's where he got shattered. And where is that? Like, it's a museum, I guess? Yeah, it's in a museum. It's crazy. Um, despite his one-legged disability, Sickles remained in the army until the end of the war and was disgusted when Lieutenant Ulysses Grant wouldn't allow him to return to combat command. Mm-hmm. Um, following the Civil War, Sickles commanded one of the military districts established in the South, um, the general retired from the military in 1869 and returned to politics, and he became the U.S. ambassador to Mexico and Spain. In Madrid, Sickles pursued an affair with Queen Elizabeth, Queen Isabella II. You really can't be stopped, can you? <laughs> he has one leg. <laughs> and he's, you know, he's not, I guess he's not terrible, but I mean... It's kind of, I mean, I'm not saying anything bad about people with one legs, but... Um, Wait, are you talking about his looks, or what do you mean? Like like his face. It's Okay, because you just said he's not terrible, and I feel like I have to disagree. No, I mean... Terrible physi- looking, okay. Physically. Okay, I was looking at your eyes, I could tell you were looking at him, but you didn't express that, so I'm like, you have to be talking about... <laughs> yeah, there's pictures of him, which okay. is one like... Uh, anyways. <laughs> uh, but really, Queen Isabella II, a Spain. Mm-hmm. After their affair, he married one of the Queen's attendants. Hmm. Um, Secretary of State Hamilton Fish accused Sickles of using, quote, child virgins virgins for the purpose of depravity, forcing Sickles to resign as the ambassador. (laughs) I don't even know what that means. I guess just sleeping sleeping with, like, women and stuff like that. But what do you say about child virgins? Yeah, maybe the maybe the attendant that he ended up like being with uh, was also young. Yeah, I'm not sure. I guess he had done that before. Okay, maybe. Um, after spending several years in Paris, Sickle returned to the U.S. in 1879. Um, so we're gonna go to something kind of different. The New York Monuments Commission was formed in 1886, and Sickles was appointed an honorary chairman. As a head of the New York State Monuments Commission, Sickles oversaw the process of building Civil War monuments in New York. Mm. During this time, Sickles is also known for helping create Central Park. Oh. So that's pretty that's something, cool. at least. Um, as he put it, Sickles was set out to form a consulting committee of 24 gentlemen prominent to their uh, social life, with whom I was in the habit of conferring upon all questions of importance. So I guess this is just like he, he created, helped create the committee that would help make such work. Um, led by Sickles, the committee selected the site of Central Park and pushed for its current location over a much smaller site in a different area. The growing city needed um, a larger park, Sickles argued. 
the choice benefited himself um, more than anyone else. Of course. He brought building lots near the new site, which would skyrocket in value once the park was open. So yeah. he basically moved it to a place he knew he, he owned already. Yeah. So he, it would increase in value, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, later, after Central Park had been built, Tickles donated exotic animals to Central Park Zoo. Okay. Which is pretty cool. Um, Sickles held the position for the final two decades of his life until 1912, when officials found $28,000 missing missing from commission funds. <laughs> of course. Uh, Sickles was apprehended at the age of 93. Oh my god. Damn. He... <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> but once again, Sickles managed to avoid prison. No way. Again, I, I think just because he was old and yeah. it's like, what, what are we going to do? <laughs> um, his supporters raised enough money to pay them to pay his back supporters. the misappointed funds. Mm-hmm. Misappointed. Years. That's all. That's how they <laughs> phrase it. <laughs> Two years later, the misappointed steak from the Florida man. <laughs> Two years later, Sickles passed at the age of ninety-four. His funeral is held at St. Patrick's Cathedral in Manhattan on May 8, 1914, and he's buried in Arlington National Cemetery. And so that's uh, Daniel Sickles hmm. for you. Wow. Quite a life he had. And a long one. Yeah. Maybe undeservedly so. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like his death was going to be... Because you said that um, it's worse than the teaser to the balls, but I'm guessing you the, meant, I meant, I meant the, the cannonball to the leg. <laughs> shattering his leg. Okay. Yeah. And amputating it. That makes sense. <laughs> just, I wonder how that ends up in a museum. Like, who thought? Who thinks to preserve it or save it? And Dude, there's a lot of things <laughs> that are, like, preserved of people's body parts. Yeah. I'm going to do a podcast about it one time, one day, but, <laughs> um, yeah. but yeah. I mean, it's not the strangest thing I've read. So, yeah, there you go. There's Daniel Sickles. Crazy. I would say it's, it's very uh, corrupt on all levels, <laughs> politically and just in life in general. Yeah. Okay, so after try, finally deciding what I wanted to talk about, um, you wouldn't, you won't be too surprised. Um, I'm going to turn my attention to something called QAnon. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which is... Um, Something I've been kind of reading a lot more about because there's a personal tie to it that I won't get into. Um, but it's basically just a how do I just summarize it just from what I what I know about it? Basically, just some nerd in a basement started a forum and um, created a cult that grew and grew and. Like, just based on conspiracy theories? Based on conspiracy theories, um, just baseless stuff, um, just theories that have no ground in reality that um, made its way all the way to the U.S. um, Congress and House and President. (laughs) Um, So I just wanted to read... I feel like Trump, like, anything that's positive... He'll just latch on to it and be like, yeah, yeah. sure, why not? Yeah, no, he's, he's <laughs> repeatedly retweeted um, QAnon-like stuff yeah. over the over his term. 
Um, so there's this guy named uh, Ben Collins who I've been following on Twitter for a while, and um, he writes for NBC News, mm-hmm. and he he just like he. His he says on his uh his bio that he writes for the dystopia beat, which is like a, I don't know it's probably tongue in cheek but it's kind of fitting based on what he covers because it's just like shit that you wouldn't you wouldn't want to believe. Um, this is something that he wrote from uh, December twenty second, so it's just a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and this was about um, Trump meeting with some QAnon influencers like like trying to win the election back or reverse the results or whatever. So let me read a little bit about what, what happened recently. And in this, you'll get some more detail about what kind of things QAnon believes in, which is just insane to me. On Friday, President Trump met with current and former advisors in the Oval Office, including retired Lieutenant General Michael Flynn. And a person familiar with the meeting said Flynn advocated an extreme way to overturn the November election. Declare martial law. I've already, I've always heard people saying that, but I don't know what that means. You don't? No. So martial law is like, it's kind of like, like you temporarily you call, give. You call a guy named Marshall. Marshall <laughs> from at that time and your mother. From. I mean, from, that, that's a, yeah. From how I met your mother? How I met, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's probably. I'm sure they made that joke on that show at some point. <laughs> um, but it's basically when you temporarily like give the military control of like normal, like civil law and government. Like mm. it's supposed to be for like a temporary emergency. I'm reading a little bit about it. Um, so it's basically like you're just invoking the military to take over because like there's an emergency happening, which. It's not the case here. It's just a normal democratic process happening. So this idea is hardly limited to Flynn, who was Trump's disgraced former national security advisor. It's also been embraced by the QAnon movement and some members of the Republican Party. With Trump's days in office dwindling, QAnon influencers have become increasingly restless and militant, urging him to cross the Rubicon. Do you know what that reference means? No. So apparently it's like, a reference to Julius Caesar's crossing the Rubicon River after the Roman Senate told him not to. So it, it, it basically started the Roman Civil War and his dictatorship. So they're advocating for him to do something similar, basically saying the country voted for not you, but you need to just go across and do it anyway. Um, and this is Thanks being cool. su- yeah, this is being supported by current people in like high places. Um, Arizona Republican Party Chairwoman Kelly Ward tweeted the hashtag Sunday. Mr. President, we are with you in Arizona. We're working every avenue to stop this coup and to stop our republic from crumbling. Which I'm not sure how... Aren't they the coup? I know. (laughs) Not in their reality. Um, Trump tweeted Sunday that reports of a discussion about martial law were knowingly bad reporting. Of course, he said martial law equals fake news. But that hasn't dampened the enthusiasm for military rule from the QAnon community, which sees hope in the fact that some of their central influencers are close to Trump. So the lawyer that's been suing for him, like all these See, states, that, that confuses me because aren't conservatives more like giving the ta- less power to the government, right? Yeah. So that you're actually giving more power to the government, or, or to well, they're. They're trying to give more power to one man. Yeah. 
So, I mean, I guess... Who's a representative, yeah. the major representative. There, of there's people. no logic to this. Okay. Um, so, Sidney Powell, she's the lawyer for him. Um, she's had she's had several failed results in uh, lawsuits. Um, she was part of the meeting, who, by the way, she's repeatedly pushed QAnon theories in the past. And... Um, I'll get into a little bit of some of their theories, which is like you're having a lawyer for the president that's said some of these things in the past. It's just so troubling to see. Me. That's why you should. I always say like you know. Well, I don't always say this, but <laughs> <laughs> but you know, just because it's like someone has a PhD or like yeah, yeah. or they're or a lawyer or something yeah. doesn't mean they're all like completely sound. <laughs> yeah. So the Rubicon hashtag wasn't new to QAnon followers who repeatedly tweeted the phrase in the last week, but it didn't. Uh, it had minimal success last week until Ron Watkins, who previously ran the message board and QAnon hub, posted a series of viral t- uh, tweets about Caesar and crossing the Rubicon. So this is when it started to grow, and then eventually got to Trump. Do, do they not know like what happened to Caesar? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> They didn't get that far. <laughs> QAnon followers believe the Democratic Party. Okay, so this is where we get into some of their. I'm not saying all of them believe this, um, but it's like a staple in their beliefs. So mm. probably most of them, or many of them, which is already bad enough. Um, QAnon followers believe the Democratic Party is run by satanic, child-eating cannibals, and that Trump is secretly waging a war against them. Makes sense. <laughs> Text out. Yeah. Adherents follow Q, which is an anonymous poster to the extremist site Aitkun, who has posted prophecies since 2017 that have repeatedly failed to materialize. The Q account, which actually, which usually posts several times a week, has largely been dormant since election day. <laughs> obviously, Watkins claimed to have quit uh, the board on election day, and he has since appeared several times as an expert on the right-wing cable channel OAN to push false conspiracy theories about Dominion voting system machines, even though he has no experience with voting machines. So OAN is one of those networks that just kind of sprung out of this mm. whole thing. Um, it's like part basically of the... like a Trump uh, propaganda network. Right. I think Newsmax is another one of those. It's basically people that uh, they're living, their job is to just spread misinformation. Kind of like Facebook. Um, Representative Denver Riggleman of Virginia, he's a Republican, uh, co-sponsored a legislation to condemn QAnon that passed in the House in October. And he said he's worried that QAnon's biggest influencers, such as Watkins and Flynn, are, quote, creating an alternate power structure that will force people into the left-right boundaries of dangerous and fantastical belief systems. This has turned into a cult based on some arcane type of religious fervor, he added. So this is a Republican guy, too. Um, Watkins, who can control who posts as Q, has become the primary source of information for QAnon followers since the account has faded away. He said he hasn't posted as Q and doesn't know who's running it now. Some QAnon followers believe Trump is left with no choice but to declare martial law. And he, this is what he explains. It's a belief based in part on a series of wildly false news articles that have claimed that Trump is in a secret ongoing land war with China in parts of the U.S. Um, A series of fake news articles, YouTube videos, and tweets that went viral among QAnon last week led followers to believe Trump was conducting military operations on U.S. soil. So this is in December they're claiming this happened. Mm. 
the rumors started on the website of the conspiracy theorist radio host Hal Turner, who claimed that China was quietly sending tanks into Maine through Canada. After a small earthquake shook Maine in early December, the rumor evolved to say the earthquake were the result of an aerial assault by the Trump administration. Or it just could be earthquake. <laughs> that's, that's too logical. Maine's National Guard said no such battle had taken place, obviously. Another rumor that originated on Turner's site went viral among QAnon, trended on Twitter, and wound up being repeated at the meeting of Texas electors before they cast their votes for president. The conspiracy theory claimed that Chief Justice John Roberts held a secret closed-door meeting to scream at fellow justices to intimidate them into refusing to take cases of election fraud at the Supreme Court. Hmm. So they're accusing one of, even though I, I believe Trump appointed two of the judges and the other there's a couple more conservatives mm -hmm. down there in reality the supreme court hasn't met in person since the onset of COVID 19 turner didn't respond to a request for comment about his website's false stories but of course there's no there's no consequences for just having whatever the hell you want on tv or on the internet which is how this stuff happens mm -hmm. an author and studier of QAnon said these people have worked themselves into such a frenzied state thinking trump won in a landslide and that the Trump and then, and that the truth will be revealed any moment, predicting that when pres President-elect Joe Biden is sworn in, and none of the miracles they've been told are about to actually take place, it will be a life-shattering event. <laughs> Which, by the way, I can't wait for that. Because um, I mean, I, I think even after the sixth, there's going to be no recourse. There's no like they start. Wait, so what did they, what did they predict is going to happen? Like, what was the original thing? So. There's multiple things. I, I didn't read it. Uh, did, he didn't write about it in here, but one of the ones I heard was that there were um, secret watermarked ballots that Trump had been kind of keeping secret, and like the Navy SEALs were going to uncover them. And um, <laughs> is that part of the job? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and that they were going to push him over the top in certain states. I don't know how. I mean, I haven't heard much about that one lately. I'm I'm sure there's just a lot about like that he's holding a an ace in his sleeve for like the last moment to have a dramatic like uh, overtake of the votes, and then there's just going to be a huge like arrest, widespread arrest of the whole Democratic pedophile ring, baby eating, you know, kid blood drawing. <laughs> celebrities and uh democratic <laughs> this is a long sentence but you know what i mean yeah that's they basically still think that um there's something that like there's no way trump lost which is i mean what he said on his tape about <laughs> they won georgia easily and he have to find those votes because there's there's no way he ha he's having a rally of course soon yeah probably very maskless i think tomorrow um that he says there's already a line. He's still talking about the crowd, size of the crowd, size of just never ends. And so he's like, he can't possibly lose because <laughs> thousands of people um, disbelieve in this kind of shit. Mm -hmm. um, so it ends with Riggleman. Um, he lost his GOP primary. He's the one that like voted for condemning mm -hmm. in June. And he will be replaced in Congress by Republican Bob Good in January. So he's turned into a fierce critic of QAnon and, and its hold on his party. And he said, I'm losing friends and family over a straight-up cult based on anti-Semitism fantasy 
and just bizarre made up tribe. Wait, are they anti feminist? Feminist. <laughs> Probably that too. Anti feminist. Anti Semitic. Semitic, whatever. Um, I I I've read that a couple times. Well, I mean, I guess because were... I guess people that are white supremacists, I guess, would be anti Semitic as well. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Just because. Well, I mean, here, hold on. I'll I re- do like. I don't know why pe- I don't know why people hate the Jews so much. What did the Jews ever do to them? <laughs> I mean, if anything, like the Jews have been one of the races that have been more fucked over throughout history. <laughs> right. <laughs> For real. Um, well, okay, so that was the end of that. He just had one more sentence that he said it's an idiocracy is it's an idiocracy based on the digital profit, which I think is very well said and the fact that people are still following that the word of such <laughs> Yeah, I think Prince gave a big sigh after you said that. Yeah, uh-huh. he knows. Okay, it says, so I'm reading something from Insider just to follow up on that. And there's someone saying that QAnon is not an explicitly anti-Semitic movement. Um, but within them, there are several several tropes that really sort of smack of anti-Semitism. <laughs> You're going to find very few global conspiracy theories that don't touch on anti-Semitism. Um, they report found several anti-Semitic references in QAnon tweets. A small percentage of tweets referencing uh, QAnon also referenced Israel, Jews, Zionists, as well as the Rothschild family and George Soros, both wealthy Jewish subjects. Oh yeah, George Soros is, has been coming up a lot. Um, mm. uh, they have become wrapped up in anti-Semitic conspiracy theories. Um, while QAnon harassment has not been targeted exclusively towards Jews, many Jewish figures <laughs> have been met with anti-Semitic attacks from the community. Sorry, I'm just like I'm like picturing myself as like you know that that dude that was like let Britney alone. Oh yeah, like, just leave the Jews. Leave alone. the Jews alone. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I this was more just like a therapeutic thing. I just wanted to <laughs> let people know. I'm sure everybody kind of has their own sources. Um, you can do your own research, as they like to say about. <laughs> I'm good. I mean, not you specifically. I'm <laughs> saying, yeah, I, I don't, I mean, I don't really watch coverage anymore. I stopped after it was obvious that the... Bitches be crazy? Yeah. Um, but I still kind of keep up with it sometimes because it's just like unprecedented how there's like a, just a downright coup trying to take place and there's like a full group of supporters, including our own fucking senator trying to kiss Trump's ass still for the, to the last possible second until he's gone. Even though he like called his wife ugly or some shit. I forgot what he did to Cruz, but it doesn't matter. There's just, Oh no, man. Well, he's not the Zodiac for sure. So. No, he's just a terrible person in general, yeah. but what are you going to do? That's political corruption for you. Yeah. And on that note, <laughs> anything else? You good? Um, no, I just want to say the Eagles lost, so I'm, like, ironically happy about that. Because <laughs> um, they might get a better draft pick. Yeah. And it's just... I hope that next, next year is better. <laughs> okay. In general. In general. Yeah. Or this year, because it's technically... That's true. We are in 2021 now. Yeah. So, Happy New Year, guys, by the way. Yeah, Happy New Year. Sorry that was such a, a downer, but we'll get through it. I think better times are ahead. They can't get much worse, that's for <laughs> sure. Unless Joe Biden really is a leader of a secret cabal of... Well, then we'll have Kamala Harris as president. That's true. And that'd be better. Unless she's in on it, too. 
And on that note, but then who's crazy? <laughs> yeah, speaker of the house, I think. Uh, we'll figure it out. When yeah. it comes to it. Anyways, we'll be okay. Let's go ahead and raise our glasses here. And go grab a refill. Bye, bye. You scoundrel, you have deserted my house. You must die.